Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. And today we're going to look at something in regards to football, because right now, on an Ole Miss-only podcast, what is going on in Ole Miss land right now? Uh, portal's closed. We are going to talk about football, though, but portal's closed. Nothing to add there. No real news in football, although there's there's some stuff out there about uh, a quarterback in particular. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, so there's that going on in football, but really not much. Basketball is, uh, we've talked about that in the past. You know my position on it already. I think that it is time now, but I understand why they are not making the decision now. Either way, Ole Miss will not have another meaningful dribble in basketball until the very last one this season. I hate to be so callous, but that is just the truth. They are not going to make the tournament. They are going to make a change at the end of the season. Back-channeling coaching search has already started, and, you know, what else is there to say besides that? And until a change is announced or whatever, um, going through hot boards, I don't know if it is appropriate at the moment, uh, even though we know what the ending is going to be. That's still something that I would like to wait on until you know the, the job actually comes open. I've speculated on the radio show some about potential candidates and stuff, and we've talked about it, but not at length because, again, the job's not open yet. It's hard to talk about a job. That is not open yet, even though we know it's going to be open. It's kind of kind of a tough deal. Either way, nothing important going on in basketball, and baseball still doesn't happen until next week. So we're going to do something. Uh, shout out to my friends at Red Cup for uh, putting this together because it is an excellent breakdown of what Ole Miss currently has on its roster going into not even spring practice because not all these guys are going to be there for spring, but going into spring practice and then the May portal period Roster building is uh is interesting now for sure, and it's a really, really well laid out thing. So we're going to talk about what Ole Miss has and what they need come the May transfer portal. There's one position in particular that when you look at it like in front of your eyes, needs work badly. But the roster is actually in pretty decent shape. Uh, and by decent shape, I mean pretty good shape, honestly. I, I, I like a lot of what they have going on this roster at the moment anyway. Now things are cha- are going to change. It's fluid, all that, I know. But th- there's a lot of places where I really like what they have. There's one place in particular that I really don't. And there's another one that I, I think that they need to add as well come May. But in the meantime, I want to tell you, first of all, that if you uh, – are listening to this podcast in browser, hop on over to your favorite podcast app, pull it up, search Rebel Report. I would recommend Spotify. That is my favorite one. But whatever podcast app you use, pull it up, search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. Also, follow me on all the social media platforms that you have, except for Instagram. I'm not on Instagram, and I don't want to be either. Uh, follow me on all of those uh, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And before we get into it, I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you or your business are located anywhere inside of the great state of Mississippi, 
and, and Vantage Business Systems, they, they really want to do business with Mississippi businesses. That is kind of their emphasis. They started in Jackson all the way back in the 70s, and they provide office technology. So if you're in the market for copiers and printers or mail machines or cloud storage or data security or IT projects, or if it's tech, if it's in the office or your and your business needs it, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. ABSMS.com is the website, ABSMS.com. And they offer complimentary technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will perform an assessment uh, for free on me. Just call them 601-362-9192 or visit ABSMS.com. Podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Priority One Bank has 16 locations conveniently scattered across the state for you. They have all the basic banking stuff that you need, like debit accounts and saving accounts and all that stuff, but also uh, loan services, bill pay services, uh, settlements, alerts, fund transfers, all that good stuff. Everything you need all in one convenient place at Priority One Bank. And you can also, of course, access your accounts, your Priority One Bank accounts, wherever you have internet. So you can take your banking on the go with Priority One Bank. I will be using them soon for a loan myself. You should too. Check them out. Again, 16 locations across the state. Priority One Bank. All right. Again, shout out to my friends at Red Cup for putting this together. It's uh, really good stuff. They call it, uh, I assume, in honor of the State of the Union address tonight, which, uh, got to be totally honest, I'm not going to watch, but we. You know, I, I'm not a political guy. I'm not going to watch it. I, I don't know what else. To, I'm not going to watch it. Um, I, I mean, like there's an NBA game. The Pelicans are on. I'm going to watch that instead. Not a political guy. But either way, uh, they did a state of the Ole Miss football roster, and it is a great breakdown of, uh, I would encourage you to read the entire thing because it's really good. Players that left, players that are back, players that they added, all that stuff. But they put it in a spreadsheet, and the spreadsheet is extremely useful for this reason, because it it allows you, instead of just scrolling through the roster on the website, it allows you to really look at positions and see where the holes are and where they're not going into the May portal period, which is going to see more things. Like, more Ole Miss players are going to hit the portal. It's an inevitability. And they're going to add more players as well. So this is certainly not an end-all, be-all or anything close to that but it still is a very nice breakdown of where they currently sit and positions that they're going to have to address come May. And they're going to go through spring with the new defensive coordinator and a couple of new staff members and make some evaluations and possibly tell some guys to go elsewhere as well. And guys will just realize that they're not going to play or leave for whatever reason, but still it's a really nice breakdown. So check out the entire thing, but there's a couple of things that I want to point out. First of all, the quarterback room is obviously in Lane Kiffin as we talked about that on signing day where his job is to not uh, care about feelings his job is to put the best roster together that can win the most football games and uh, having a good quarterback room is a way to do that sound and logic and it looks really good now there's there's some stuff out there and and I have not independently confirmed it myself. I believe the on three site, uh, the Ole Miss Spirit, was uh, the one to put it out there, uh, where um, I had friends ask me about it. Spencer Sanders possibly injured, uh, re-injured uh, his shoulder. Remember, he got hurt during the season. Um, th- there's apparently there's word out there that he has possibly re-injured that shoulder, not to a detrimental point, 
Uh, apparently, it's more along the lines of going to need some rehab, not currently working out. Um, but I, I don't know how real that is. I mean, it, it, it depends on where you look and, and who you see, but um, word is that there is some kind of re-injury to the shoulder. How big is that? I don't know. Is it even true? I don't know. I, but apparently, he um, he re-injured that shoulder in workouts. If that affects his ability to practice in the spring, I would be shocked if he beats out Jackson Dart for this job. I mean, if you can't, if you have a quarterback that that can't really throw, um, then I, I don't know how you come in and upset in an incumbent starter if you can't go through practices and I, I don't know it's something to keep an eye on I have no idea if it's uh if it's true or not I have no idea if it's actually going to impact his availability for spring it's just something to keep an eye on a re-injury of an existing injury in the shoulder for a quarterback is uh not 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 a good thing not a particularly good thing but we'll see if it's more temporary stuff that needs to get rehabbed or, or more long term we will see uh, but but if he can't go in the spring, then I, I just I would be shocked beyond measure if he lost the job to to Jackson Dart. I think spring is extremely important for Spencer Sanders if he wants to win the job. Um, for whatever it's worth, I don't think he will. Regardless, but you know it doesn't matter what I think; it's what happens on the field, and he'll have his chance to do it if given the case. It's a good problem to have. I know people are concerned about the possibility of locker room chemistry issues, and I understand that for sure. Uh, but that's what Lane Kiffin gets paid $9 million to, to manage. And he's got to manage that because it, it could, uh, I I guess, could divide a locker room. But um, it's a good problem to have for Ole Miss. Two really talented, experienced quarterbacks bling it out is uh, much better than Ole Miss quarterback situations of the past. So uh, I, I wish I could tell you more. I, w- I wish I had more than just somebody else's report and me not being able to add to it, but I've asked around and I can't get anywhere myself. So that is out there, and that's all I got. The next thing, this is kind of the under-the-radar position because of how good they are at the top of this position that people aren't talking about. I think Ole Miss needs to add another running back in the in the spring because as of right now, they've got Judkins, which of course is an A-plus-plus running back and an elite-level player for sure. But behind him is Ulysses Bentley, which you haven't been able to see what he's capable of in the SEC yet because he couldn't stay healthy last year. And then a true freshman. That's all you got in the running back room. I I think that they should consider adding one more. uh, If nothing else, just get a body in that room uh, to help because these three guys, I don't know if it's enough. I think you'd prefer to have four. Uh, It's just masked a little bit by the elite. uh, The eliteness is what I was about to say. I don't know if that's a word. But Quinshaw Judkins is elite, and uh, as a result of that, people aren't worried about what's behind him, but I think they kind of should be. So only three running backs currently on scholarship. I think they need to add one more. The wide receiver position, uh, on potential anyway, looks uh, really, really good. Now, you've got great production from Heath and Mingo last year, but uh, they've portaled well here. Harrison Marshall are the, the portal additions. Uh, one's got really good experience, not at the power five, but at the group of five level, it was a really highly productive wide receiver. And the other has all the talent and potential in the world. As you know, the Texas A&M transfer, um, 
you've still got guys like Braylon Brown on roster. Uh, you know, Aiden Williams comes in, the freshman from Ridgeland. Apparently, they really like him and his upside, as you can imagine, with how hard they recruited him. But that position now, uh, the outside wide receivers uh, look much better uh, than you expected after the season ended, knowing that Heath and Mingo uh, were both going to be gone. Now, it's, it's projection, it's potential, but Harris and Marshall are, are both guys that you should be really excited about, and the coaches apparently love Aiden Williams, and uh, they loved Braylon Brown as well, and decided not to hit the portal or whatever. He still might, but that position looks better there on on potential. We don't know how they're going to produce yet. But the the talent, the on-paper talent, is is there to be pretty good. The slot, I think, is in really good shape. Jordan Watkins ended up being a really solid receiver for Ole Miss last year. Dayton Wade, as well, was useful. Those two guys uh, coming back in the slot, I think you've got something there. The, the depth is not uh, exactly um, great, if we're being totally honest, but because behind him it's you know J.J. Henry, Jalen Knox, who hasn't produced for Ole Miss at all. Caden Lee, the freshman, but Watkins and Wade were really useful uh, for Ole Miss last year, and, and I'm curious to see if they even or use them even more uh, on the 2023 team because, frankly, I thought Watkins was a little bit underused. So either way, tight end looks much better now as well uh, with the addition of Priest Corn. That room is crowded, though. There's six scholar, at least we think, six scholarship tight ends on the roster and um that that's it's a little it's a little crowded with guys that haven't produced for you honestly Casey Kelly got hurt had to have surgery who knows if he'll be able to return uh, to anything resembling his previous form Michael Trigg was a disappointment Caden Prescorn's never taken a snap for you Kyron Heath couldn't get on the field after uh Michael Trigg's injury you know it's it's Hudson Wolf is a guy that god bless him just just could not um, stay healthy so that a lot of it's a crowded room of guys that haven't produced. So Priest Corn was a thing and, and they needed him badly. After the transfer portal, I love, uh, honestly, I love the offensive line, uh, in the way it looks. Maybe the depth isn't there, but if McGee or even Acker, who's been in the program for a while, but I believe they signed McGee to start, uh, the, the guy from uh, UAB who's from Hattiesburg, uh, originally. Uh, I believe they signed him to come in and start. But if, even if they didn't, uh, you like the depth there with with Williams and Warren and James and Pettis all back. Uh, they got a couple of transfers, uh, the, the aforementioned McGee and uh, the, the guy from Washington who's um, – you know, he played a good bit of football there. I don't know if they signed him to start or what he was promised, but the depth there – uh, is at least quality, and you still have McIntyre and Acker behind them. The unit was um, an underperforming one last year relative to expectations. Uh, you know, the hope is the new offensive line coach can get those guys right because I do think they're a little bit better than how they performed last year. But there's a lot of experience, two good portal additions uh, there as well, and. Yeah, maybe depth is a concern, but I I like the front end at least when when you factor in experience and who they've portaled. I think the offensive line looks better now than you thought it would back in December. Here's the other side that I, I really 
really don't like. So there's the the sleeper position, the running back where I think they really need to add offensively running back, you know, maybe they'll look at offensive line or another wide receiver. Defense is where they need to add in the spring. Looking at their um their edge position Cedric Johnson, and then behind him on this on this spreadsheet, which you know is fluid, and, and who knows what Pete Golding or, or where he thinks certain guys should be. I suppose, but this is uh, this is not good. It's Cedric Johnson, Jack Brown, Chamberlain Campbell, DJ Holmes, and Jameer Lewis. Uh, they need to get an edge uh, for sure. They absolutely need to get an edge in the portal. They need defensive line help if they can get it. They have got to get it uh, coming up. In May, I do like some of these guys they've got coming back, though. Josh Harris was the NC State transfer, played a lot of football there and was good. But Geese really came on at the end of last season. But in terms of guys that have played a lot of no's, that's really it that they have on the roster. And then you've got, you know, Ivy was good at times for Ole Miss last year. Uh, Jamon Gordon returned. You know, he was serviceable for sure. Time alone, it's... You're having to stretch a little bit on the defensive line to get a full rotation of useful guys right now. They need to add, I guess, is the long-winded way to say a very simple thing. This is a good illustration that they need to add on the defensive line because they've got Cedric Johnson, who's been good, but he, I mean, he's not a high-end defensive end anyway, but he's hes good and productive, don't get me wrong. And Pegues, who I think has NFL potential for sure, and you know, the transfer Harris, Ivy's been good at times, and then it's just a bunch of I, I don't know. And that is not good when you're playing in the SEC on the defensive line. They have got to, they have got to add there for sure. Um, safety is honestly not bad as uh, despite losing what they lost in the portal. Uh, I like what they have with Tennyson and Young and Trey Washington. Uh, maybe they'll consider adding another one there uh, as well for whatever that may be worth to you. Um, defensive back also, despite losing Igmanosin and Miles Battle, they portaled their uh, well prince is, is obviously coming back. I, I like John Saunders from uh, Miami of Ohio. He was a very early pickup for Ole Miss in the transfer portal. Really liked, uh, you know, I, I watched them play Kentucky, and I actually remember him making plays against Kentucky. Um, apparently, he's um, going to step in and start and be productive. I mean, he shut down those Kentucky receivers, and they've got a couple of really good ones. Uh, so you've got the two of them, and then the Georgia Tech transfer, the four-year starter at Georgia Tech also coming in uh, to Ole Miss as well. He was a, a big pickup. So despite losing Prince, despite losing – uh, Zamari Walton is his name. Forgive me, I didn't mention that. Uh, despite losing Prince and Igbenosin, or not Prince, Battle and Igbenosin, uh, they portaled well there with Brown and, and now the two portal entries and Prince. They're okay there. They're probably going to look at another one. Braxton Myers is going to come in as a as a young guy, see if he'll actually play some, but that's that's okay. They probably need to add more. Linebacker is the most interesting position for Ole Miss because I think they're going to keep looking and try to add one more, at least one more. Kari Coleman is back, and he was good in spots last year. Uh, Sistrunk coming out of the portal I thought was significant because he's definitely a useful player. Not a high-end linebacker by any stretch, but but useful uh, for sure. 
Monty Montgomery and Jeremiah Dean Baptiste need to come in and they need to play and they need to be good right away. And as it currently sits, they need Centarian Perkins also to come in and play and be useful if they're on a 3-4 defense or even you know a 4-2-5 or whatever. They need linebacker help badly. It is not a room that inspires much confidence, but they did get a couple of experienced guys in the portal, which helps. But the depth, it's certainly not right now in terms of guys that have played for you at Ole Miss. You've got two. And neither of them were, like, awesome uh, a year ago. You've got a true freshman coming in and two portal guys. I mean, that's all you've got at the linebacker position. So I expect them in May, depending on how much uh, processing goes on, I expect them to add rush end and linebacker. Those two are absolute priorities. They have to. Uh, absolutely have to, and we'll see who leaves. It may open up some more priorities elsewhere, but that's kind of the state of the roster right now, perfectly laid out by uh, by Red Cup. So there you go. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.